0: Welcome to the Jeep Life Podcast. We're a podcast where we just celebrate that Jeep life. We live it as much as we possibly can. We do all the cool, fun things out with everybody. Um, and we just, I mean, today is a perfect example of how we can live that Jeep life. And, you know, I'm i am here with my... You mean, you, you mean getting a letter from your uh, yeah, homeowners, homeowners <laughs> association? Because <laughs> your best friend's doing donuts out, out
1: front of your house? Yeah, yeah the
2: Jeep...
0: Yeah, that, that that best friend <laughs> Billy. How you doing, man?
1: I'm doing all right. Um, wasn't feeling good this morning, but doing a little better. Uh, some, I hope you get feeling <laughs> a- better. Ate some
0: bad food, so. Uh, I didn't cook it, by the way. No, it, it wasn't me. Happens
1: to all of us, so Yeah. But doing a little better. Snows out in the ground, so had to get out and enjoy uh, that four wheel burnout, that uh, rear wheel drive
0: just spinning around in a circle. You know. Yeah. L- lots of fun. Nice. Yeah. You're doing donut. I mean, you, you're you a king donut though. I, I, I try to follow you somewhere and there's snow on the ground. He's doing just, a donut. Just spinning. Yeah. If you get to an intersection, nobody's <laughs> around, he's going to spin it around. And the other thing is everyone out there, I make sure I'm
1: safe when I'm doing it. I make sure there's no one around. You know, if anything, I, my Jeep and myself are the only ones that are going to end up on its side.
0: Yeah. So. Yeah, I keep my distance. Yeah, <laughs> um, And on my other side, he made it here safely, much to his chagrin. Don, how you doing, man? Good, how are you? Hey, man, how was your drive here? It was a little slick. Yeah? Uh, surprisingly, a lot of traffic out. Um, really? Yeah. I, I was. I noticed that,
3: too. The, more than a usual Sunday drive.
0: That's interesting. It is. <laughs> more billies are out there. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> All right now, the,
3: there's some people really creeping on 78.
0: Oh, yeah, I bet. By there's, the way, I saw a pretty awesome
1: uh what was it a ford explorer truck oh yeah Do you remember that oh the oh, sport track the sport track yeah saw one of those lifted on like 37 yeah. driving out front of me and i was like oh that's yeah, that's that's, that's pretty cool oh cool. yeah, yeah. I, I would give them re- some respect somebody, and i'd I think somebody the wheel wheel an
3: ultimate four wheel drive or ride ultimate uh, ultimate four by four or whatever the ultimate offered adventure had one yeah years ago, there was one
0: yeah but it was cool all right, so we we are joined by a guest. Um, Don, you want to introduce our guest? I do. So we have Bob from the
4: Tuning School,
3: and Bob, I apologize, but I don't want to butcher your last name, and I'm horrible with names.
4: <laughs> That's awesome. It's okay. It's
0: Mori Alley. Okay, so yep. that's what I would have said if you if I had done. It. <laughs> would you? I would not. I, I would have. Know. You know, that would
3: have. I be. wouldn't have either.
4: If I would had, a, it, it would have had weird. like a
3: Welsh a Welsh mm-hmm. twist More to it. Morale. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Listen, I get Morales a lot, but I, I can't make a Cuban sub to save my life. Oh, man.
3: <laughs> so, um, I, I do. We want to jump into it now?
0: No, we'll we'll bring him on a little bit later. We, All right, yeah, you know, we've right. got our regular podcast to go, and we we of course make our guests suffer through that. <laughs> yeah. <right.
3: laughs> Thanks. So Bob, <laughs>
0: feel free to jump in and, we'll get and participate. View, we'll
3: get that view time anywhere we
4: can.
0: That's right. That's right. We we, we,
4: I'm going we, to Dairy Queen.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. We have to tease, you know, our, our audience just to keep them, you know, wanting more. Um uh, but man, I this week I was it was a very low key Jeep week for me until yesterday. Yeah. Um You went wheeling. I did for the you know second time in, in a week. It was awesome. Um met up with um our good friend of the pod, Neil, and our technical advisor Scott, and Neil brought up like half of Maryland. <laughs> 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 he, he, he said yeah, I may have a couple guys coming up from Maryland, and I'm like, "All right, cool. a Couple guys, we'll we'll do this." So there'll be five of us. No, I think there were thirteen total.
1: <laughs> wow,
0: and they weren't. It was um, you broke up into a different groups. No, we no? didn't. Oh, you had thirteen out on the trail. Thirteen. It. Uh, so at first I was and and Neil, I apologize. I cussed your name about nine times <laughs> as we're going out trail twelve um, at AOAA and you know, I was, I was livid. It took an hour to get out to, um, the overlook. Oh, wow. And I was like, you gotta be kidding me. I want to see how fast I can get out there in the buggy. Well, we had, we had two stock Tacomas. (laughs)
3: LS swap. (laughs) Yeah. We can, we can improve on that a lot. Yeah.
0: We had two Tacomas. We had two, um, Gladiator Rubicons Mm -hmm. and, um, then a couple stock Jeeps and, You know, it just, it's, it was obvious there were a couple that was their first time out. So going over some of those loose, bigger rocks on trail 12, going down some of those steep grades, they were, they they were a little shy and timid, if you will. Which like, I
1: would say not like the third descent into trail 12 is that giant like rock garden. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not difficult, but like they if have never done something? They're
0: loose. Yeah. It, they're, they move. They it, move yeah. and
1: guaranteed it's always going to be loose there. Yeah. And then you ride past the giant coal vein and you That's cool. reach out and pick
0: some to heat your house for the rest of the week. <laughs> right. <laughs> and then, of course, on the way back, that trail is narrow. You know, five other Jeeps are trying to get out Trail 12. So that was interesting with new people um, trying to get through that. But then we, we got smart when we got over to Barney Rubble, we sent half the the team that really couldn't handle Barney Rubble. They went off and did, you know, the greens around Barney Rubble mm-hmm. and then met us down at the bottom. Right. And then, you know, some of us went to the easier part of Barney Rubble and, and Neil and Scott got them through that. Um, Which there's the ski hill over there too, right out above Barney Rubble.
3: Yeah. You ever see that? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's the one that Chris and I did. Yeah. That's that uh, yeah. real steep with the shelves on it.
0: Right. That'd
3: yeah. be fun tonight. Yeah.
0: <laughs> right. It would. You wouldn't make it up. No, no way. No way. Um, But it was, you know, it was good. It was, it was fun. And um, it, we ate some lunch. Then so we went out to BA. And, and I think everyone should go out to BA at least once. um, You know, and those, those independent front suspension rigs, you know. Yeah. They weren't able to handle some of that stuff. So, you know, we sent them on trail nine around, um, BA until we can meet up with them again. And, you know, it was just a good time. It was a perfect day. Um, I really enjoyed it and, you know, it it was, it was good. And, um, I, on the, on the, on the, on the, I, I, I lived a couple times Mm -hmm. on, on it. Which was fun because I actually did a Facebook live down the harder part of Barney Rebel. You guys have been very proud of me. <laughs> um I did it all mostly without you know anybody helping me out with, with that so um you know Neil came up about halfway through, and well, you've and, said that your seat
1: time is really paying off, and you can you you're you're more aware of your
0: confidence when you're off road yeah 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 it so, it's seat time right. and, and and it's seat holly. Time. Holly talks about that all the time. See, see, time above all else, and ah, she's yeah. getting plenty of see time out of KoH. Yeah, right. Yeah. How about it? Um, but I did, I did do a, a little, little contest, and and I heard that, and so had, who, a so, uh, had a couple people. So I had a couple people that you know reached out well, while well, we're what there. Was,
3: what was the contest?
0: Well, the contest was just you know, if you're here, you know, the first two people that email. An info at Jeep life podcast. Yeah. I'm going to send you out a day pass um, yep. to AOAA. Yep. AOAA is a huge, I mean, that park is just awesome. And you know, the director of operations, Dave is, is a good He's
1: friend a of crowd. the pod. Yep. It's, um, what?
0: It's somewhere around like 10,000 acres or something.
1: No, I think yeah. it's
3: more than that. It's, I thought it was like 22,000.
0: It's oh. crazy. It, it's huge. You can, we all there's day, There's over a hundred miles yeah. of yeah. trails. Yeah. Um, and you know Dave is a huge friend of the pod he has we went walked around his jeep yesterday he has five different jeep life podcast stickers that's, that's awesome and decals on his jeep so you know it's pretty awesome yeah. that he he's that big of a supporter and you know he gave us some some passes to give away and so um Sean Judd and um John Walner um were the first two to to hit me up a couple nice. others Hit me up a little bit later, and I
3: did. I thought I got you right. I know.
0: <laughs> Eric Ammerman tried to win the last <laughs> yeah. contest. And, you know, I it, well. He was the only one that sent anything in. Yeah, that's true. But he's still not a winner. No. <laughs> um, well, but shit, I think, now I, did, I gotta pay for his pass. He's I like, told him I give him one. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so, um, I think John's on listening with us tonight. And congratulations to Sean and John for winning. And you know, I. I I would love, you know, it's it's great. Um have ne- anybody called in? Nobody's called in. Well what the hell, man. All right, here's what we're gonna do. Next contest. Here, no, <laughs> next contest, we're gonna we're gonna announce it right now. The first two people that call in and leave a voicemail and tell us how amazing the show <laughs> is. <laughs> Basically the next two people that call in and kiss yes, Terry's ass. Kiss, gets, kiss our ass. Um, get <laughs> get No, they're gonna get a hat. Oh. Ooh! See that hat mm. right there on the table? That's going to go to one lucky winner. I've got another one right over here that's going to go to a second one. So the first two—this isn't a hat. That's not a hat. I was hat. just well, going to say it can that's, be. Yeah, it can be. Looks um, like our
3: new dunce hat. The
0: the first two the first two people to to do that are going to get hats. Cool. How's that sound? Sounds good to me. All right. So uh, it uh, it'll probably light up while we're while we're here, but we haven't given out the number tonight. We'll okay. sa- we'll save that to the very end. Better yet, it has to be after the show. Yeah, yeah. It should be after. Not the show. Not even tonight.
1: Like you got to do it later in the week. Like it. It starts tomorrow morning. All right. Let, let's say Monday morning. Monday morning, eight a.m. Anything over that. Yep. Gets gets first the, two.
0: Yep. First two. If, it can't be right now. You got to remember no, this. Show. You're right. You're right. Um. So the first two get get a hat. And also, that, when is awesome. when is the show going to be released? Uh, it'll be tomorrow probably sometime. Yeah. Okay. So, the hats that you see on the front, and Don and Bill both are wearing them. Um, these are limited edition hats made by a friend from the pod. Um, if you want Mike. a
1: real limited edition one, I have yeah. one covered in oil and
0: grease. That's like super <laughs> that limited is, edition. That's, yeah. that's That's yeah, wow. primo. Yeah. That's primo. Um, so, that's our giveaway. But we also have, um, do we have another contest? Yeah. 500 subscribers, which we are currently
1: at. Dun, 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 dun. Our YouTube subscribers, if we hit 500. 379 YouTube subscribers oh, right up. now. That's up. That's When awesome. we hit 500, we're going to do the same contest as we did before when we hit, what, 350. 350. Yep. And what we're going to do is we're going to take our entire subscriber list, randomize it, pick a random number, which that number is not picked by any one of us. It is a randomly generated number by a random number generator software on the internet, which. Works really well. It does work really well. <laughs> um, and then we're gonna have an awesome prize pack for you. Yeah. And it's not just a hat or it's not just No, a, it's gonna be a couple it's things. A, it's a it's prize a, pack. Yeah, yeah, it's a prize pack. Our last winner was Steve Ide, and I have yet to see him, so I haven't been able to get him his <laughs> prize pack. But he knows where I live and I know
0: where he lives, so we're good. Excellent. Um, but no, I will I will mail this stuff out. I yeah. I love doing that. It's we,
3: I still owe Marvin steel stuff from
2: last
0: year. we'll we'll get it out. Yeah. I, I I get my stuff out. I don't. All right. Um we do well, have that's I, why you're I, when that's I why you're president. Steve, of the he was like, yeah, well, no, I'll well, see you yeah. I'll see you when right. I see you. Perfect. You know, I'll have Perfect. it for you. I told him. You know what
3: that. does a boss do when they got slacky for employees? They do the job. That's right. Get on that's it. That's right.
0: Yeah. <laughs> get on it's it. The only guys way to do on. it right is do it yourself. Yeah, that's right. Um does anybody have the the um the itinerary up for the night? The outline? I had yeah. it up. You don't? Know, yeah, I do. Right um, who what wants you? to Who wants to read an oh, awesome review? Which yeah, Was
1: this man. the
3: one that I asked you for and you never sent me?
1: This is from Bad Biker Dad. Oh, yeah. Bad cool. Biker Dad. I like that. Yeah. Fun and full of info. I'm brand new to the Jeep family, summer of 2020. Besides the wave, I knew nothing about the lifestyle. These guys are hooking me up. I'm not sure of the depth of their bios, but the knowledge they lay on me every week is pretty epic. All kinds of crazy, useful, and sometimes <laughs> useless info. Which we have a lot of useless <laughs> we, info. We
0: are, we are kings of the useless info. Yeah. Example,
1: I know now more about winches than I ever have thought possible. Stop looking around for a Jeep podcast and sign up for this one.
0: Oh dude, that that just
3: warms that my good. heart.
0: Bad biker dad, shout yeah. out to you.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely.
0: Yeah, that was on on Apple Podcasts. Um, so there was another one. Now there was one. Um, um, we had a uh-huh.
1: we had Rich Bennett. We also yeah. had a um, a message from our Facebook. One of our oh, listeners, yeah. Dave. Yeah, oh, who, yeah, he did tune in tonight too. Yeah, I saw there, him on there. He was asking whether
0: it's Central Time or Eastern Time. And yeah. What What does his say? He hold did on. you do you, you read that? the other I'll one? Read, I'll, bring I'll it up. read Riches. Um, if I can if I can get it full on the screen. Um Rich Bennett um left us a message on Facebook and he said wanted to say hi from North Carolina. Was catching up on some et- episodes last night while camping out, originally from northwest New Jersey and wheeled Paragon all the time. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Right, so
3: that was when I started wheeling. Paragon was in its final days. Oh yeah. That's going back twenty years ago.
0: It's, it's
1: some time ago. My, um, my best, my Mitch, my buddy, yeah. his dad wheeled Paragon. Yeah. And he was like, he, I cut my teeth in that part. Yeah. There you go. He was like, the, the stuff that they had there was they had sometimes some cool it stuff. was some next level shit.
3: Well, they <laughs> had like a, a bridge made out of logs. Had a, <laughs> literally, oh, yeah.
0: yeah. It yeah.
3: was like two logs lashed together. Yeah. And, and then another two. And you had to drive across oh, this ravine. Uh, it was pretty cool.
0: Um, so hearing your stories bring back nice memories of living out that way, but I love North Carolina. And then he sent some footage from his camping, his drone footage, and it was, it was quite beautiful. So it was, it was awesome to, awesome to hear. Cool. And Dave Wilmont just stumbled across
1: your podcast on Apple podcast yesterday and man, am I hooked. Oh, good.
0: So, thank you, Dave. Yeah. Hope you get some useless
1: knowledge.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we we are good with useless knowledge, which is why we bring guests in that yeah. <laughs> kind of know up their the knowledge. Joint. Yeah, right. <laughs> they they really class up the joint. So it's
4: it's. Uh, I'm full of useless knowledge. And really ready. <laughs> <laughs> excellent,
0: excellent. So bring that... the useless knowledge. <laughs> we love it. We love it. So. um that's pretty awesome. We got an email from Bart Rogers and I'm going to pull that up. And it was really kind of cool for him because his, his response was into something that we had kind of went off. Um, I'm not I'm not going to read the whole thing, but it it, Bart Bart sent in this email and it was, it was basically, you know, we were talking about how we're going to use the voicemail line and, and trying to get somebody else to call in. And he's like, dude, don't do that. Do something else. Well, let's have it. a Bart. And and, and let's uh, have right. Bart call in. All right, Bart, once a week, just call in. <laughs> Bart, Bart, call in. <laughs> leave us a oh, that's a good leave idea. Us a voicemail. Yeah, leave us a voicemail, and, and you know, of course, if you're the first one, you get a hat out yeah. of it. Yeah, um, but you can be a like a. a <laughs> bi-weekly, every other week, kind of. You have to realize, Bart. Like sometimes we just talk and we don't really think about no. what's coming out of our, you know. Well, that's kind of what I told him. I, I'm like, you know, there's no dumb idea on the table. Let's throw them all out there. Whoa, whoa. Let's there's laugh. a lot of dumb ideas. Yeah. Well, how many we follow through? With. <laughs> they, they may not make it on the on the show, but you know, we we do, and you know, we at least entertain those. Yeah. For a good laugh or something. Yeah. Right. Um, it, what's this weird contraption? On, on the, so on the table. So, this is... Beer. Gonna,
1: it's a beer, beer funnel. funnel. <laughs> I'm going to murder this name. Assenmacher Specialty Tools. And the part number is OFCRY36. And what this is, is a Chrysler Jeep Dodge Oil Filler neck that actually has threads yep. on it that screws into your oil filler because on the 3.6 liters what happens is is they put that oil filler and it's only about you know like two inches tall oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you try to go dump the oil in and then half of it goes down the side of the motor unless you're like don and he has like perfect, aim. perfect, yeah. perfect so, precision aim so
3: if you pee all over the seat at home you might want to invest <laughs> in one
1: of these <laughs> so, so I'm ordering two of those. <laughs> they are temporarily out of stock, but this is just a filler neck that you would screw into the oil um, cap where it yeah. is, and you just. Better yet, I used it tonight when I was on my way over here because <laughs> I needed some oil, and literally so easy. Screw, screw in, it in, pour in, and then unscrew it. Put Unscrew the cap back it. On. Yeah, and just the only suggestion I would make to this company in general, yeah. is to get a cap.
0: Oh yeah, an end cap. Uh, yeah, an end yeah. cap. Just
1: so when you like when stick it done, up on the yeah. shelf, doesn't run out. You can just sit it, it there can and collect the oil. Right, it can yeah, collect right. a little bit of maybe even a cap that has a little base on it. Yeah, yeah, like or a little pocket in the bottom oh, to yeah, get reuse yeah. it. So maybe like a three-inch base. Yeah, that you can. Yeah, just something you could screw in
3: and yeah, stand there. Yeah, Billy definitely is not PA Dutch. See, I'm no. thinking reuse that. I don't want to have to pay for more oil than you know.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. You're a cheapskate. Yeah. That right I back like in. It. Well, I mean, I would. have to probably collect it over. <laughs> yeah, over
1: time. I try to make sure everything gets in the engine. Yeah, you want to? I mean, the way that thing burns oil, <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't burn I, oil, just collects it in a catch can.
0: Dude, I like that. So who who makes that? It, it says AST on the top. Is that? Aston mocker
1: specialty tools all right um, they're on it's on quadratex website we'll put up a link on the, yeah, the show I'll, notes I'll them. and yeah temporarily out of stock right now just because you know it's it's 26.99 okay and it's like it's one of those funnels that you buy at once and you're never gonna buy another one
0: right yeah. it it's it, that's a good thing to have it
1: is
3: it is nice because when yeah. you spill more oil down the side of the engine man it stinks for like 24 yeah. hours. Yeah. You just smell it in the car. And yeah. also
1: the way the, the three six is set up is the catalytic converters are right under the oil filler. And now. they're
3: like 700 degrees.
0: Right. Six sixteen hundred. are
3: 1600. Well, internally
0: internally. internally right. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So yeah, uh, that's, yeah. that's great. I love that. I think that's a, so that was a, that's a shout out to Eric with, Emmerman. So with the right idea. tune, nice.
3: with the right tune, not giving anything away later, yeah. but you can make those catalytic converters glow red.
0: Oh, I think I've seen mine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I dare anyone to try to steal the <laughs> steal them off of it. Uh, so it, it, let's give away what we're talking. You know, the tuning let's school. Let's, let's let's do, do it. it. Yep. Throw it in. All right. I'm going to see if I can get him up on the screen. Here, this is a, my chance to to. Um, to I'm going to go with it while you're doing. it. Go that. ahead. All go. right.
3: So uh tonight we've got bob uh, and he told me his name and you know oh boy yeah here yep. we go hey, there he is oh on the boy. screen i'm so, gonna try to get him picture, uh, in picture Bob though. from the tuning school is going to um he's actually going to talk to us a little bit tonight about you know what uh, some some things that you can do to your three six liter engine maybe do some comparative talking between the you know ls swaps
4: hey bob there he is hey uh, I heard your challenge about glowing catalytic converters. Challenge accepted. <laughs>
2: Perfect. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so, uh, and, and here's how I came across the, the, the tuning school. Uh, met Bob not too long ago, but we were in at SEMA um, this past time around, not the one that they bailed on, but obviously 2019. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
4: more rally. Morally. 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 you got to put some flair. I'm going to
3: screw that up time and time again because it's got more than four letters.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
4: wow. Yeah.
0: It was hard growing up with that, man. Come on. Yeah, I bet. I, I bet it was. Uh, so um, we were going to put it well, we still are. We're going
3: to put a, a dyno in at the school. And the idea is we're going to do a dyno room. Um, our most popular class is our engine class. And then yeah. we're always looking for ways to improve it. Short version of a long story is we're going to put, a we're going to buy some ls's we're going to put a dyno room in um and we're gonna, so it's going to be
1: engine dyno or... it's going to be an
3: engine dyno okay. so they're going to build the engines uh and then we're going to dyno run them and we want to merge that class with our engine electrical class which is learning all the sensors right. and, um so we want their That was one of our goals in hand was to research this no better place to research things right to dyno place we're looking at their dynos we like them we start talking to them about you know, who who do we use for tuners? And, and I mean, in the back of my mind, I knew HP tuners, right. and I'm thinking we're probably going to end up at HP, and they said HP, so we go over to HP tuners. And they're talking about stuff and letting us play with the software, and, and you know, HP tuner stuff is phenomenal. It's fairly, I mean, if you understand the science of, of how it works, the tuner itself isn't super hard mm-hmm. to use, but it's, you know. you got to uh, learn all
1: the the theory behind it. You gotta learn the
3: theory it. behind it. But HP tuners are phenomenal. Right. The way they do everything is phenomenal. Why we were there, I don't know a whole lot about, you know, using HP tuners and, and not certainly not near what you would learn at the tuning school. We've done some stuff back in the day when Chrysler would you know, they called them integrator charts and you mm-hmm. could go in and play around with those. But they point know. us over to the tuning school. So we walked 1,500 miles across SEMA <laughs> over to the where the tuning school was. And uh, we met one of the, the gentlemen that worked for Bob, Brian, who's like, uh, the guy's phenomenal. Um,
1: anyway. So so I have a question for you. HP Tuners doesn't sell to like any Joe Schmo. You have to go through a company that would sell you the song. No, I
3: think I was on their website. Like they'll...
1: Oh, so you they will. It direct, they are an You can buy it through a
3: reseller. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So it's an either or. You can yeah. buy it through a reseller. Mm-hmm. Or you can buy it through. A... Yeah, and it's not that expensive. I mean, the right. uh, you know the packages yeah. you need a good laptop, and I think HP the the hardware itself is a couple hundred dollars, and then you buy. We have a really popular
4: bundle that works well for people when they need a decent laptop, the HP Tuners unit, and you know some of the sensors like a wideband. Right. So uh, you do you do see people doing that quite a bit. So you yeah. don't have to worry cool. about what's you know. What they need to get started. Yeah, yeah. So, right, so
0: you got to meet these guys. Well, I didn't meet Bob, them. but
3: I met Brian. But then okay. we started, you know, as we were playing in this engine lab yeah. in this class, we started talking with Brian and Bob and, and anyway, the tuning school, I'm sure, you know, not to, you know, take this away from Bob and and, and so he doesn't have to pat himself <laughs> on the back. But the tuning school, it turns out, I mean, is is probably it's renowned.
0: I mean they got they're doing stuff all over Texas, Florida.
3: So uh,
0: they're, they're the best of the best. What is the tuning school? Because my, my my picture in my mind is I'm sitting looking at a blackboard up in the front and, and taking some numbers in a calculator. Bob, what the hell is the <laughs> tuning school?
4: Wow. I don't know how to even answer that one, man. Um <laughs> So I, I just feel like all all of us really learn in a hands-on method really the best way. You know, it's, it's all the classes we do. It's all hands-on dyno tuning classes where you're going to learn by doing. Um, it just seems to be how people absorb. It's how I absorb information the best. So if you do end up coming to a, a live seminar, uh, we have a lot of fun. And you do get a lot of laptop time to get over that kind of keyboard anxiety, so to speak. Uh, and then, you know, tuning vehicles in the process, uh, we, we literally do them live and, uh, it's not us, the instructors doing it and you watching so much as it is you participating and learning and then going home and saying, I just drank from a fire hose for two days and I need to do some more of this.
0: Nice. That's yeah. just
4: the way it is, you know, for a couple of days of knowledge, it's really good to give you a process to go home and work with.
3: Nice. And you guys special yeah. with H. you're, you're, you're specializing with HP tuners, correct?
4: Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's the thing is, tuning is so complicated that um, it's complicated enough that we don't make anything generic. So you end up with a course that is dedicated to your software platform you're working on, like HP Tuners. Right. Um, You've got a vehicle platform you're working on, like Jeep or whatever it is that you're you're tuning at the time. So it's not just like a bunch of theory because then you're going to go home and go, I don't know what to do with all that. Um, It's literally process oriented, process driven, step by step, do this. Check, uh, check that. Do this. Check that, and then you watch your power build in a progression, and that's you know it's a good safe method to approach it as. So right. we have we have a lot of fun with our students, um, you know, and it just we're just trying to avoid the boring stuff, man. We try and make sure you learn and you can go home and actually tune, yeah. uh, or at least take a good stab at it, you know.
3: And that's kind of how we got hooked up is as we were explaining to what we wanted to do at HP. Um, you know, at their booth at SEMA, they said, "Oh, do we have the people for you? They're doing, <laughs> they're doing what you want to do already." You know, so and of course we're going to do it on a. We're working with high school kids, so it won't be the same level. But um, you know, and and like I said, I just I I I couldn't. I haven't heard enough good things about the tuning school,
0: oh, okay. and yeah, it's. Um. So who who. Who are your Who are your um, students? Are they just yeah. people like me that has a JK parked out, you know, in a, in a front driveway, and I want to, you know, soup it up a little bit, or are you working mainly with, you know, shop owners or techs um, to learn? It's a good mix.
4: It's a really good mix, and it depends on the location. Usually, we get a lot of shop owners, uh, a lot of guys that want to tune and really keep the revenue stream in their shop for tuning. Yep. Also to keep down the, I would call it liability of you doing all the hard work, you know, bolting yeah. the parts on and then somebody else comes in your shop and goes, yeah, you did that wrong and I blew up your car. So sorry. Uh, you know, you don't really want that as a shop owner. Right. right. It's a bad thing. Uh, but we do get a ton of enthusiasts too, man. I mean, there's so many guys that, and, and girls, girls actually make really good tuners by the way. So, um, they're detail oriented and patient, yeah. so, you know, dude, yeah. dudes take notice. Um, <laughs> yeah.
0: But, um, I, well, my, my 13 yeah. year old daughter w- is going to love hearing that when she listens to this. She, yeah. I
3: totally can relate yeah. to that. Let's open that pulse yeah. width up to like 55 milliseconds. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: Gonna, give me all the spark, man. Yeah. Yeah, gonna, yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, but we get a good range. That's awesome. And you guys are, you're in two locations, right? So Texas and yeah. Florida.
4: Yeah. We also teach all over the place. We do classes in, uh, Chicago. We, we, you know, we go all over the country and also we do classes across the, across the globe. So we've traveled, uh, to the middle East, we've traveled to Australia. Wow. Uh, so we've kind of been a little bit of everywhere That's and cool. we really do enjoy, you know, work on, uh, getting guys to understand and, and girls to understand kind of how to make that vehicle respond the best they can. And it's not just full throttle stuff. It's a lot of the time it's drivability, you right. know, it's how, how to, how can I get this to idle better? Or how can I get this to, you know, get me around town better or go off road better. I mean, those are all things that are just, it's where we actually spend the bulk of our time. When right. We teach, because I like to say we could teach a, you know, a 10 year old how to do full throttle tuning in, in three pulls. Right. That's not the hard part. <laughs> the hard part is getting this stuff to work together. That was never made to work together. To begin right.
2: Life. Right. I mean, right. it's,
4: you know mm. it's it's a guy with a catalog it's dangerous right?
2: sure
3: <laughs> so okay there you guys are nodding your heads over there yeah. yeah so oh
4: we live it every day yeah yeah i
3: bet um and, and you know it's funny too because i when i did my bosses i did we use an hp tuner on it and it's got a flat spot i haven't been able to get out of it you know it's got a it's only it's to weird. yeah i'm gonna have to it's only in second gear and i just can't get rid of it yeah so. Yeah. Um it can so be done. Y- you um tell me you're you're the Mopar guy, right? I understand Brian said you're you're the Mopar guy there.
4: Yeah, I love doing the I do a lot of R&D uh most of the days so, and you know, I try and figure out why the computers think the way they do and then how to do a better tuning process from that. So, um uh, mostly work with the Dodge stuff right now and um we have really great guys that work on Fords and GM's and great instructor teams and all, but my mo- my main focus has been the Dodge world and it's been long and complicated, but mostly rewarding.
3: Right, right. So, they're know. they're tough to tune. I mean the the yeah. the, the, the Hemis, the their prices yeah. kind of I don't know what their philosophy is other than let like, fuck with people. Um but you know <laughs> and lock like, the shit out of everything. Yeah. Yeah. So so um you know Tell us a little bit about. You were just talking about a Jeep that you guys have there. Tell us a little bit about yeah. that, and and some of the you know some of the things that you have done to that.
4: We got an awesome Jeep. Ours is a fourteen, and uh, we have a hamburger supercharger on it, and the the fit and finish on that thing, man, it's just it's just slick. It works great, uh, it drives great. We've had it on for well, probably two years, year and a half, two years. It's been right. it's been quite some time, and uh, believe me, we have uh, tested the vehicle, <laughs> so we we have. <laughs> We have found it works really, really well all around. You know, drives great. You don't have any weird overheating problems. And uh, it's not super radical. It's just, it's good, dependable power. And we nice. really do like it all around. Yeah, it's really good. Nice. It's made good power. It's It's been to SEMA. Did you spend a SEMA? And it no, does. Yeah, it's been in our booth at SEMA. Actually, I think I saw a, it
3: was there in 2019, I think I saw it. Yes. That's yeah. Right. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, probably, yeah. Come probably to think were, of it, yeah. Yep. We were at, Yeah, no
4: kidding. It it was awesome. It's awesome build. It's just, but it's good to drive every day. I think that's where a lot of the the people tend to lose focus, you know, especially when you're buying parts. You're like, oh, this is great. I want this. I want this. I want this. And then the next thing you know, you got this thing you don't really want to drive or you don't enjoy it.
3: No. And and that's, that's,
4: that's that's a problem. I'm very
3: much a purist. You know, I want that Jeep to drive as close to or anything I've built. You know, like my dad, when we, so we, you know, my family, we have a uh, uh, a Cadillac Escalade with the Magnuson supercharger on it, and it's uh, awesome. and it is, and it's very drivable. I mean, it's very drivable. But when you pin it, it'll put you in the seat. No overheating problems, no driveline mm-hmm. problems. Uh, but now that was a can that came with it. Uh, sure, you know, we sure. just used the bigger cam, and but that's I like that. You know, same thing with my Jeeps. Yeah. I like. I want it to be. I'm very much a purist. I just as close to mm-hmm. the way it drove before. You know, like Bob said, I started bolting all that shit on it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Right. But even, even at a, you know, putting 35 inch tires, 37 inch tires, I lift it. I still want it to drive. If it's my daily driver, I still want it to drive the same way. I don't want to notice anything different, but, but at the same time, I, it's a minivan engine. I want to, I want to, I want to hear it a little bit and I want to, I want to feel it a little bit. So what can we do to do that?
4: Yeah, that's actually one of the, that's a good question. Cause you know, we, we tell people all the time, like you can, you can have someone tune your vehicle or you can get a, a canned tune and that's fine. And it'll do, it'll do well. Um, but I, I would say that when you're at the position you're at, you want to be able to make it customized and, and look, Jeep guys are some of the easiest guys to understand this when we explain it to them. You, you, you like to take You want to make it yours. It's, it's right, a personal right. thing the way I like mine to drive is different than you're going to want yours to drive and right, yours right. To drive. And, and you know, like I like the throttle at a, in a certain, a certain rate. So when I roll on the throttle and if I'm at 30%, I'm getting X amount of power because that's how I want to feel that surge of power come in. And I give the same vehicle, the same tune over to someone else and they're like, Whoa, Holy cow. I, I didn't, I don't like that. I would rather it be like this. Right. So that's one of the cool things about being able to tune, especially with the Jeeps because you know, like the factory tune isn't that bad. It's not, it's not like they left a ton of power on the table. You, you might get, you know, 10 horsepower, but we're not really talking about peak to peak, just full throttle stock tuning. That's, that's not really where you're at. Really what you're at is the drivability. So when do you like it to shift? How do you, how firm do you like it to shift? Right. Um, those are all things that make the driving experience where if we didn't tell you, we didn't pick you up 50 horsepower, you, you wouldn't know. You'd be like, man, I really gained like 50 horsepower. I love it. I'm like, <laughs> you yeah. can't really gain anything. Right, um, but it right, drives right. a lot better. Right. So you know, learning to tune and do it on your own, you're the best person that could ever actually tune your vehicle. And so that's that's why we make the courses, and that's why we try and make it you know process oriented so that anybody can pick it up and work with it. Yeah. As I'm sitting, as I'm sitting, who doesn't want to do that?
2: Yeah.
1: So Billy, you know, Uh, I'm sitting here looking at your packages, and I'm like, hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, well, what, what can I, work, I buy? What can I tinker I'm, with? I'm, maybe you want to go down. I We're heard going
4: there's down a, a the shirt summer. and hat up for grabs, so we might be able to work out uh, like a deal there. We can do a trade or something.
3: There you go. Yeah, because yeah. we
1: we I legitimately want to go down this summer, yeah. and and
2: uh, hey, well, yeah.
1: let's put the Sprintech supercharger on my Jeep and then take it all down. There yeah, there you go. There you go.
2: Absolutely. We'll use it
1: class. Yeah, there you go. There you go. That'd be fun. So yeah. tell tell me, <laughs> <you> know, like. <laughs>
3: Um, what is the difference? And and, I mean, you kind of answered the question, but what is the biggest difference between a can tune? So, um, you know, a super chips or, um, you know, something like that. And, and what you can do with an HP tuner? What, I mean, let's get down and dirty with it. What's, what are some of the bonuses to the HP tuner?
4: Um I, I like to just take it back to individuality and, and there's nothing particularly wrong, per se with it with a good tune, you know, can tune because those guys, whether it's super chips or whoever, they're they're putting good people behind it and testing right. it and and making sure it's Agreed. gonna be safe yep. in your Jeep. But at the same time I go back to with an HP tuner unit, you can do anything like right. you you can do idle part, throttle full, throttle, spark fuel, torque management, how the throttle behaves, um, uh, transmission controls. you you have a huge range that's more than just, you know, for for like a typical can tune, it's going to be a couple buttons, you know. Whereas this is, you've got a laptop, you've got something to work with, and and really more importantly, when when it really comes down to the to the nitty gritty of it, the scanner, the scan tool is so good that's what allows you to see what's actually going on in a way that makes sense. So right. you're looking at these lines, you know, like on a heartbeat chart, you know, going okay. You know, wh- wh- what's actually happening with my engine? Where could I maybe add some spark to pick that up in the mid range that I couldn't otherwise do? Or or whatever it happens to be that you're working on. Like for a lot of the drivability, it's ha- how how uh, how does the power build? Maybe I want it to build a little slower. Like maybe I'm going crawling. Maybe I'm going off road and I just, I don't want super quick throttle response. I want to do something that is a little bit more dampened. You know, there are, there are situations, I call it situational tuning and uh, our jeep course actually is based on that premise that jeepers in particular maybe don't want to know how to do everything to the nth degree but they want to know that when they go out in a situation it can they can either figure out or upload and, and play with a tune for that situation, right? And go, This is so much better in this situation, uh, yeah. yeah. That, that's that's to me is what what, what really makes it yeah. uh tangible,
3: yeah. And that's, I mean, you hit the nail on the head, you can yeah. uh, you know, you can really slow down that throttle response so the Jeep's yep. smooth,
4: speed it up, slow <laughs> yep. it down, do what you want, yeah. I mean, you yeah. want to make an aggressive street tune so you just roll on the throttle and it just takes off to overcome the big tires, yeah, go for it, man. That's that's part of what makes it great
2: yeah
3: yeah that's cool well let's dig a little deeper like what uh, tell me about tuning if i want to you know if you were to give somebody a 10 minute lesson on tuning i mean what what do they need to know i mean i don't think people quite understand when you plug that box in on a can tune and you know hit hit download uh
4: i I don't going on yeah
3: they don't get it yeah
4: yeah it's that magic in the background right 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 (laughs) Yeah, that's what's going on. So usually, when you do a can tune, you're, or even a, a good custom tune, you're going to hit some generally the same things in the same zones, which are going to be you know fuel related, uh, spark related, airflow, uh, torque management. Those are your basics. And just starting at the beginning with fuel, a lot of the times the factory calibrations are you know either way too aggressive or, or way too you know too rich, too lean. You can make some adjustments to make the fuel come in how you want it especially if you've monitored the vehicle. So like, you know, as soon as you change parts on the vehicle, you're changing the airflow of that, of that engine. And so you need to go in and make some adjustments. That's, that's fueling is important because, you know, if you put a supercharger on, you're going to want a different air fuel ratio than you would without a supercharger. So you typically want it to be a little bit richer and you'd want to make sure that's safer. And that's, that's a part of it. So, so fueling is is a, is a big part of it. Um, How quickly the fueling comes in and another, another part of it. Spark is super important um you know with spark spark is of those things that, that that is almost too good to be true because it's like sparks free you know fuel costs money but spark is free yeah. and so i i want more of it right so you know we get these guys that, that tend to go you know argue and go i just want more spark advance more spark and that's a lot of the older guys that are maybe old big block chevy guys you know right like, if i'm not running 40 degrees i'm i'm losing power and <laughs> i'm like no 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 man. We need to have a talk, man. Um, but Spark is one of those things that we do teach you to creep up on. And that's what, what you find in, in, your, in your Cantunes is they may be a little conservative on that, but on purpose, because they right. don't have your actual vehicle there. And to be completely honest, and I'm sorry if anybody is actually listening to what I'm talking to, this might be you, but you might be that guy that says, I'm going to run 93 octane, and you actually don't.
2: Right. right, that right. is a
4: tuner's worst nightmare yeah. because uh, you know our our job is to calibrate that thing to run on the fuel that you say it's going to run on. And that's mm-hmm. one of the most important things. So it creates a bit of a problem. Spark is spark is the is the fun thing, but it's also too much is is a bad thing.
3: That that yeah detrimental. Yeah, like everything. Kind of too much of on. a good thing is yeah. is not yeah. You know
0: a bellyache
3: but he's right i mean so there's a lot of older i mean there's so a lot has changed in in 40
1: years yeah so you're right i mean bvt and adding more spark changes
3: so we used to i mean when i first you know my dad was a car guy so when i was 13 years old and we were tuning on his you know his truck his big block chevy it was Let's hit 38 degrees total advance and we'll start there. I can feel it, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, nowadays, I mean, especially with um, you know, supercharging and you can build some serious pressure in that combustion yeah. chamber and do some damage. You yeah. know, and and uh so yeah, it's
4: it's We start kind of low, you know, when we do a a class or we teach or even in the in the learn at home courses or online courses, or whatever you're in. Like if you have anything forced induction, we start low and, and people go, Oh, it's too low. I, I get it, it's too low. I agree. Okay. But it's 10 or 15 degrees. Start yep. low. Yep. Like, give me a full throttle pull. And even in the pulls, we tell people, and this is this is what makes great dyno videos, but bad tuners. If you <laughs> see guys that we just put a supercharger on, it's gonna be amazing. And they got the YouTube you know, the cameras pointed out, like this is gonna be amazing. And first thing they do is they pull at the seven grand. They don't know what the air fuel is. They don't know if it's knocking. They don't know if the boost is more than they think it's going to be. Yep. Yep. Some some guy put a giant crank pulley on, so it's got double the <laughs> boost. A lot. It, they don't know. But then they take it to seven grand and thing just melts down and they yeah. like no this this is bad so start a little conservative we tell them, don't even do a full pull on the first pull that's part of the tuning know it's just okay make your spark low enough that it's safe we're not trying to barf fuel at the tailpipe or anything please yeah. make it safe <laughs> and then also make sure that don't take it to seven grand take it take it to you know thirty five uh, to forty five hundred just right. something that, you know three to five something. Sure. Watch it. The, the, yeah. Watch Before air fuel
3: ratio it. sensors and, and.
4: Or send it, like yeah. like Hayden says. I just read Hayden's comment. Let's send it. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate that, man. Uh, we're just gonna send it. Bring bring the car down. We're gonna send it.
0: Yeah. That sounds like our our driving mechanic <laughs> Frank. Just send it. Yeah.
4: Send
0: it. So he's talking All about right. this, and I just see. I just
1: remember seeing this YouTube video yeah. of a Mustang sitting there, and there's grass behind it. and He's just laying on the throttle. It's just light igniting the grass behind them and it's like, yeah, it's an awesome video, but yeah you're also melting your everything inside.
3: So uh you know I've been down that road already. I've had you know we we actually we had some issues. That's kinda I learned the hard way on that L S that we tuned for the you know that Gen Gen four L S for the caddy. I mean we we did some damage, you know, uh early on and and it's because it, it, it You know that old school mentality will not work with the new stuff, and and yeah, I was like, turn it all
1: the way up. Yeah, it was like, yeah, you know. And and uh, and
3: every once in a while, I still get. I told you the other day, I had it in school. I'm like, I'm turning it up, you know, just (laughs) 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 for a little bit. But um, yeah, it's it's crazy, and it's you know the cool part about this stuff is so you used to have to get under the hood, and and you know you were you were changing dwell on points and turning the distributor and. Changing jets in the carburetor. And now you're just now you're pushing <laughs> buttons. Yeah, done. Yeah, and you're changing. Yeah, one of our
4: one of our instructors loves to say. Uh, Tony Gony is our Ford instructor, and he loves to say, "You just a like, keystroke away from disaster." So just you know, take take a methodical approach there. Yeah, don't, it's don't, true.
3: It's very true. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to go. You don't have to turn the dial up to eleven all the time no. what are
3: you talking about right. yeah billy wants yeah. it right away that's I mean, why
4: no. i said girls make really good tuners because yeah. they they don't have that initial craziness you, Nah, they're not as aggressive away. as <laughs>
3: dumbness yeah. of yeah uh, so can you article. can you save the stock tune with the hp tuners so when you when oh you, yeah. yeah yeah
4: yeah that's step one for us step one is that plus make a backup because you know what's going to happen right you're going to go file sounds oh, like what somebody oh, you forgot this. to do yeah, I'd save as, sir. No, I said save as, not not save. But it's okay. <laughs> we, they have a good repository. HP Tuners has a good repository in case you get yourself into trouble with your stock tune and you you know screwed something up, and right. you can you can filter it out by vehicle, and and also right, we right. over at the tuning school we've got a fair amount of them too. So stock right. tunes are are there, and there's a good compare feature. We use that quite a bit in the tuning process, so you can see the differences between your tunes. Um, you know, maybe you've got a tune that you've set to be super aggressive, maybe for you know, whatever the purpose is, whether it's off road or drag strip, or
3: whatever, you right? Right, want to see those, things. right? So, yeah. and uh, you know, one of the reasons I brought you on here, Bob, was we're starting to see HP tuners a lot, like uh, Marvin Stammel yep. and uh, you know, yeah. Andy works a lot yeah. with them. And and it, part of the reason that they're doing what they're doing and able to do it is because of the tunes they're running, and, and like you said, they're so well, it's, adjustable, it's what and,
1: Scott Grubb runs right, in. right? I mean. He's got an LS in that, and it's... But
3: part of that is, you know, like those RCVs in the front holding up, is part of that is in the tune. I don't think people Mm -hmm. understand that. You know, I
1: mean, there's a lot of thought that goes into... It'll crawl around, but then when he wants it to, he he knows where that throttle needs to be to light them all up and just get over that rock. So it it directly correlates the whole tuning process. Right, right.
4: Yeah, In the street in the street world, you know, with fast, fast cars that don't maybe have a good sticky tire, we see guys that use the tune to their advantage by torque management. So, you know, the computer can reduce the amount of torque that the engine will make for for a given situation. Right. Um, if that's if that's the, the goal, uh, you know, so you can do it that way. You can do it a, a number of ways. But, you know, the, the base premise is the adjustability that you need to do all these things to really excel in every situation. Um, it's like the fastest drag racers, the, the best guys that go off road and they, they have that, that figured out.
2: Yeah.
4: They yeah. had it dialed in, you know, it's a different way of dialing it in yeah. versus the old school. You know, we used to turn a screw in a carburetor, but, uh, now we have a lot of different control.
3: Yeah. So what, what, what kind of potential do you think? I mean, what's, what's safe to say? Can, what can you get out of a three, six naturally aspirated? So you do the, um, the, you know, the bolt-on stuff, the exhaust, the, you know, get, get a little more air flowing into it uh, with a larger air cleaner. Uh, cold air
1: intake and...
3: Yeah, I mean, a real good, yeah. something good, like a K&N or something that's a, a good name brand. What, sure. what kind of gains can you, can you pick up, I mean, between all that stuff on a naturally aspirated 3-6? Uh,
4: with or without the 100-shot? Without. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, I don't know. You you typically can see around 20, but the thing is, is it depends on the parts, the altitude, you know, the the tune, how aggressive you want to get, you know, uh, it's just, there's there's a lot to see, but I don't, I don't generally, I don't try and push for that normally. You know, when when I talk to guys about it, there's nothing wrong with having a great intake, nothing wrong with having a great exhaust. Don't buy them betting on power. Right. I don't I'm betting on, on the torque increases if it, if it happens it happens you know right. sometimes it's it does surprise me but sometimes the guy had an air filter that was cake full of mud and I didn't know it so there are <laughs> there are things that right. this guy picked up 30 horsepower I can't tell you how but congratulations sir yeah. but you know it's if for me it's more like look put put it where you want it cuz it's going to sound better it'll perform a little bit better right. but also the, it just leads me down the road of especially with this engine in the free is it's not like an LS where you have one cam. Where you could throw right. a single cam in it, pick up sixty horsepower, a set of headers. There's another thirty. Right. You know, that's it's a different game. There's yeah, you know, it's a dual overhead cam. There's just it's a different world. The power bands are different, and nobody's going to put the cams in it. It's just not normal. So, I don't
3: even think you can buy. I looked. You couldn't buy the It's, it's
4: just yeah. not a thing. You know, no. you're talking too much money and not yep. enough gain, and, and it becomes a mess. So I like to go to forced induction. And right. I, I know that people might get a little whoa freaked out by that, but look, man, here's your choice. Either go force induction, you pick up a, a good 100 horsepower, um, or you put an LS or a Hemi, and you're going to be approximately the same, depending on what, what right. which one of those engines you put in it. Right. I just think that there's nothing wrong with doing an engine swap. You've just got to have the V8 sound, dude. I get it. But if you're if you're looking for the power and you don't want to go through the drama, it's going to be. I I personally find it cheaper just to go with the supercharger. I another, mean, I, I, I,
3: I agree with you because I, I I do have another LS sitting at the shop and I was dying to put it in, but but uh, I'm I'm reading a lot of you know wiring harness issues, so you know they're not it, harnesses aren't routed like they would have at the factory and you know, are rubbing through um, yeah. some tune issues were, you know just odd stuff uh, leaving people sit etc. Um, yeah. I think I'd rather have the reliability. Keep it for a
1: drift truck.
3: Yeah, I you know yeah, <laughs> or the buggy, or the buggy. Yeah. I'm I want to put it in the buggy, yeah. you know. So, yeah. uh, but yeah, I I think with the reliability and the, and the three six, I mean, you you've certainly done a lot more with these three sixes than I have. So maybe you can chime in. But I think it's a it's a great engine, bottom yep. end solid.
4: For, for, you know, for sure. Yeah, I mean they 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 did it well. I didn't. I don't really see anything that that freaks me out. I just. My only caveat with any kind of force induction is, uh, and we talked a little bit about this earlier. I think is is what is the customer going to do when he goes home? You know, (laughs) you know, he left the shop at six, eight pounds of boost. It's safe, pump gas. You know, premium pump gas. It's a happy engine. Did did the guy like? We actually had a customer do this like ten years ago, and this dude came in three times after we put on his uh, his his combination, and every time I put it back on the dyno and try and diagnose his misfire. I mean, he'd have a spark plug hit. And I'm like, how? I don't. Okay, I don't get it. Every time I put it on, it had two pounds more boost than the last time. <laughs> <And> so, <laughs> like, okay, sir, I, I can't help you. Stop messing with it. right, this, you know? right. But it, 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 as long as the boost is reasonable, the power is fantastic, the reliability's there, uh, and just I like them. I, I like the combos. I think they just pull well. They drive well. People won't generally complain about it because it's not a big choppy cam that everybody right. loves you right. know, for a couple of minutes and then they get mad about it
2: yeah
3: yeah yeah great Oh, well, um i listen i really appreciate you coming on do you guys have any other questions like he's he's answered everything i've ever wanted to know <laughs> <Uh-oh>. Although, <laughs> I, I don't you even know enough up. to to ask a question
0: you know i'm just sitting here going all right don you're going to take care of this for me yeah, when, right, when i'm right. ready <laughs>
3: Now I, I um you know, I, I'm starting to see a lot more of this in the off roading world. So it's funny, you know, everybody started watching like the street outlaws right. on on Discovery Channel. You see those guys out with their laptops and Yeah, yeah. And and they're, you know, they're they're changing power curves or whatever for traction, adding more power. Now all of a sudden I thought this would be really cool to have everybody on because we're starting to see the introduction of it in the off road. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, but th- also
1: what another thing people don't realize is like these guys have out, like hundreds of hours of time and effort into yeah. creating all these, you know, tunes. And when they're clicking a couple buttons, yeah, they are just clicking a couple buttons, but that, that everything was figured out beforehand. Right.
3: Yeah. But it's not, yeah. I, so HP Tuners, Bob, correct me if I'm right or uh, wrong. I mean, they'll give you a, uh, you start with the stock tune, but you can also, I think they have some suggested tunes that kind of get you in the, in the, um,
4: I don't, I
3: don't,
4: yeah, I don't, I don't normally find that, but that's no, who, who, who your buddies are, you know, right. if you have some buddies that maybe have some of those uh, combinations already, sometimes people will, will like I said, earlier really use that compare feature and just kind of see what's been done. Um, you know, what did this combination like? Did it right. like a lot of spark? Did it like a little, if you're using it for that capacity, I don't have a problem with it. I just tell people that's cool, but use it to kind of get a judgment, but right. start your tune. Like, it's a unique tune for, for like, it's never been done in history. Right. And I know that usually people, you know, they might bicker with me about that. But the reality is, look, guys, every vehicle is different. I know they all make them the same at the factory, but there's still a 15% margin of, of variance at the factory even. that they know. Right. They automatically know this. Right. You know, right. tolerances stack yeah. one way or the other. Yours might have more compression than his. Yeah. So, you know, tr- treating each vehicle and every tune uniquely is really, really important. Right. And that's, that's why the processes are important. So if right. you follow the tuning process, you know, that it works well because right. you got to feel right. You got the spark, right. And you got the torque where you yeah. want it. That's just, that's a part of it. when you're done, you're like, that was awesome. That's, that's you know, I just,
3: I just think this is going to be the next big thing. I mean, this is, this is, yeah. you're going to start seeing people yeah. learn how to do this and wanting to learn or paying other people who know how to do it, you know, to do it for sure. them.
0: Well, I think, I think there, there was, there used to be a stigma to you know bringing out a computer yeah. and and needing it on a car. You know it was it was the thing that you know oh, oh yeah. man they can't work on these cars because they're they're all computerized. Yeah. yeah. Right. But you know we have to advance. We're we're we are humans that we we build better tools every yeah. day, yeah. and you know having computers and sensors and stuff that can control things happen so much quicker than manual. Um, yeah controls, right? And then to be able to pull out a, a, you know, a computer and be able to change something on the fly when you're out in a remote section of, of, you know, a trail. Yeah, how just, cool is that? Just in look the at, off-road industry. Right? Well, and it's Jesse like, from Fast and the Furious, dude, got his laptop out back <laughs> yeah, in like 2000. <laughs> his right. little jethead,
1: he starts tuning I, shit. I
3: just, I yeah. really think this is going to be, the, the, yeah. you know, a big. <laughs> this is going to be leaps and bounds in the off-road industry, yeah. and I really think it's the secret and the sauce. Like mm-hmm. I think it's going to enable a lot of us to do a lot more with what we have. Yeah. You know, uh, there are times. You know, I, I, don't want an aggressive throttle when I'm crawling. Mm-hmm. I, I just mm-hmm. don't, but there are times when I need throttle, you know, when I'm, yeah. when I'm in some loose dirt and low traction situations I, and I want the response because if yeah. I want to get off of it, I don't want this thing to, you know, keep revving or when I get on it, I, I need that right away.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: They're, you know, super chips is a great job. I've run them already and they have like a crawl tune and they have, yeah. um, but, but, here with, you know, uh, this is the difference. If you have the means and knowledge to do it, you
0: know, the HP lets you maybe oh, combine two of those. Jets. Yeah. Fine tune yeah. things yep. that, you know, will fit your yeah. Jeep and so, your personality where that right. is just a generic, you know, let's plug yeah. it in and, and right, hit right. go. And it just
4: feeds right. it all in, but
0: it right. might not be exactly what right. your Jeep needs, yeah. right. Where, where this is, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but but it allows us to just kind of fine tune things the yeah. way you yeah. want it it's for like the your ecu- vehicle. It's like, the,
3: it's like the EQ in your mixing board, that,
0: right? Right, you know, exactly. It's, exactly <laughs> it's
4: so, awesome. Yeah. Right, it's true. Yeah, yeah like yeah. we have a we have a, uh, a Jeep enthusiast course that's actually built just on that premise. So you could do you know crawling. You start with that as your template, and and you run it, and then you go feel how it is, and then you go, oh man, I I'd, I'd like it maybe a little less sensitive or a little more sensitive. And, you know, it's it's pretty much what, what you're talking about. That's what you're saying is, there, you know, the next evolution. Um, I mean, I remember back in the early 2000s and late 90s when we were just really getting into tuning and. You know, we had guys that didn't even didn't want to bring a laptop anywhere. They thought it was crazy. Yeah. And we'd show up with a drag strip with a laptop and uh, we forgot all our tools one night with one of our vehicles. Just totally forgot them. And we only had a laptop. We picked up a half a second in the quarter mile because we were forced to use it. And back then, we didn't <laughs> even think, wow, yeah. this is an effective tool. And not to mention troubleshooting, because right. if I have a vehicle... Um, I had a friend of mine uh, bought a bought a, a Corvette recently. And I know this is a Jeep thing, but it does apply. Okay, right. you're gonna see this happen, right? He calls me, he's like, the car's broken, it's 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 got maybe like 30% the power it used to. Hmm. I don't know what's wrong. I don't know. So he brought it over and I scan I drove it. and I'm like, this thing's a turd, it's got no power. <laughs> <laughs> like, what did you do? You've had it like three days, right? And uh he's like, I don't know, man, just out of the blue it happened. And so I hooked up the HP tuner's unit and I scanned it. And then I went for a drive and I realized this is not getting the air that it needs. So as a diagnostic tool, I was able to realize that he needed to stick his hand under his front bumper and remove the plastic bag that has enshrouded his <laughs> air. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Power restored. I'd like I'd like a hundred dollar tip. please. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And yeah. a nice case of beer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so and could, there we go. Yeah. And yeah, that, with
0: that. that's all we need. Man, Bob, it's it's been awesome to have you on here. Uh where can people um learn more about the tuning school? I mean, it's as simple as the tuning com. Is that is sure, it that sure. simple?
4: Yep, we also have some awesome people. You're welcome to call us, you know, we're we're, we're a, kind of a down to earth company i think so if you're the kind of person that just likes to call and ask some questions we have some fantastic don't
1: don't tell that that to don because he'll be talking (laughs) your ear off for
4: hours (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah we have a filter for don you have yeah right (laughs) (laughs) my own own (laughs) hotline goes busy right away yeah Yeah. yours is extension i don't know (laughs) yeah So yeah, thanks I, for having me. That's cool.
3: Absolutely, I and again, I can't say enough. I mean, we we you know, I've asked around and and I'm constantly searching to to put myself in contact with the best in the business. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm I'm trying to create really good technicians here. You know, knowledgeable technicians. I want I Bob, I, I could I have heard so many positive things about the tuning school from so many different Thank people. You. So you know, Thank anybody you.
4: out there. Um we have an awesome team. I just you yeah, know, take a second to say that. We have built a fantastic team over the years and yeah. it's dedicated people that love what we do.
3: It seems and like that, yeah.
4: The most important thing.
3: Yeah, uh, everybody I've and talked to has
4: been yeah. great. And in fact, there's Josh right now. Feel free to PM. <laughs> <all>
3: Perfect.
0: So yeah, I uh you know, thanks a lot. And yeah, yeah. You know, thanks for having uh, me.
3: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah, man, we, we've loved having you being here. You're, you're a fun dude and, you know, absolutely. I, it's, it's Appreciate so much fun. I, I love learning more about my machine. I, I don't know anything. That's what I have these <laughs> guys here for. Um, I just get in it and drive and just enjoy myself, but it's only possible because of them, but thanks for coming on absolutely. And, and, and we're,
3: we're going to do our best to get out there in the summer.
0: Yeah, we'd love to. Awesome, Luke. Look forward to seeing you guys. We so live, we're, yeah, we absolutely. look for plenty of places to come and hang out. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> I love it. So,
1: Bill, we'll find some
2: dirt.
0: Where can people find us um, so that they can
1: learn? Yeah, from well, the everyone, school? I want you to head over to our link tree right now. Um, we have it all set up to get. It's a it's a website that you can access any one of our personal websites from. So, if you want to go check out our website, or if you want to go to our Facebook page, Instagram, it's all right there. Also, we have a new listener voicemail. Oh yeah. Which we're going to set up a contest for. So, tomorrow morning after the show is released, this contest will start. Hell, so, I'm th- sorry if you, if you if you if you call the voicemail tonight, I'm Yeah, you're going to go it. in. So, voicemail number 484-891-1172. And that just call in, leave us a little voicemail, say, "Hey guys, what's going on?" Leave us a review or something of the sort, and you might even have the chance to get on the show live with us. We might just do that. We can figure it out somehow. I'll ha- have to figure out how to do it. We've got to figure it out first. But as always, Instagram, Jeep Life Pod, Facebook, Jeep Life Podcast, and just, it's real simple. And also, we have a YouTube contest going on right now. When we hit 500 subscribers, we're going to randomize all of our subscriber list and pick a random number. And you might be our very lucky winner to get a Jeep Life Podcast swag
0: bag. I love it. I love it. And, you know, I just put a new video in the Dropbox yep. today, so it'll go will I have two videos go to go out this yeah. week.
1: Frank uploaded a video, our very own driveway mechanic. He's been getting back at it yep. since so, uh, he's found people with garages. So <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah, because it's cold right
0: now. Yeah. um it's probably about six inches of snow out there, too. Oh, it, At least. I can't at wait least. to go out and play in it. Cool. All right. So for our friend Bob um, at the at the tuning school, Bill, Don, this is Terry, and here's a big deep wave to you, everybody. Have a good night, everyone.